At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hi, Holden Kushner, James Salinas. You know, we got some action here on the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. Uh, you're on the Gomber um, outs prop. I am on the over, over 12. It's now 12 and a half. I don't feel great about it, James. Uh, you and I like to fade the public. Over 12 and a half runs. 81% of the money, 69% of the bets. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It's never a bad idea to fade the public, is it? No, it's not a bad idea to fade the public. For me, I just, I don't want to know. I don't know where the money's at. I don't <laughs> want to ma- know where the money's going. Uh, we'll see numbers move, right? We see if you got a line, all of a sudden it ticked one way or the other against you, you'll know which side you're on as far as whether you're you're on the 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 amount of tickets being ca- or being put on those games. But for me, I really, I try not to know. I, I, I you know, it's interesting to say this, but I'll, I'll try to limit the amount. We, we, the amount of information that's out there because we, you could absolutely get information overload because we have just everything right at our fingertips, whether it's your phone or your laptop. I mean, this is so different now betting, being a sports better in 2022, obviously with the legalization of it here in Colorado, the menu and the plethora of, of operators is just so vast. There's so many opportunities to find new markets to be able to, to get angles on, which is great. We've talked a lot about getting involved with the player prop market and betting on one here tonight in baseball. I hadn't done that prior to this mark to, uh, 
Colorado legalizing this two years ago. But uh, but I also think that the other side of it is sometimes you can, you know, the paralysis by analysis piece, because there is so much out there for us to read and listen and just information to digest. And I can be a carnivore when it comes to information. I want to find, I'm not real big on numbers and stats. I know baseball is really driven by statistics, but yeah. so many other sports like the NFL, I don't give a, I, I don't care what the numbers are in the NFL. It's such a short sample size because it's a short season. And to me, it's matchups, injuries, a lot of different things that factor into my handicap with football. But I try to limit the amount of info that I re, that that I want to subject myself to because number one, it takes a lot of time. Holden, we know that we were talking about yeah. how to our, our time management as a sports better. But also, you can find things that can be conflictual and it can, oh, I like this side and I like this thing that I'm reading, and all of a sudden they're on the opposite side. So I try to limit the amount of information that I retain and I put subject myself to. But I also I don't really try to look and see where the numbers are going, where the money is going. I don't want to just be that contrarian. Better doesn't mean that I don't like to be on the opposite side. Usually, when you're on the house's side, you're doing pretty well. But that's not that that's not indicative for me to try to figure out where that money's going. So you and I are big Sunday betters. We love the National Football League. Most people love the National Football League, but college football is gigantic. So here's why I do not bet very often on college football unless I find someone I could tell that I trust a lot on a big game. I'll, I'll bet five or six games a year is probably what I'm doing. And I had to make a decision. You know, I don't know, family, got a family, right? Little kids. So the deal is, do you want your Saturday by yourself or do you want your Sunday by yourself? And I chose Sunday. You know, the NFL is my sport. I love it. It's just been everything to me for so, so long now. Um, love betting the player props. More than anything, I just love the experience. I love the whole week leading up to Sunday, right? So for me, the reason why I don't bet college football is because I have a life. I want to at least have one day where I could spend with my family. I could kick back, kick my legs up. Usually it's Saturday. Well, I'm working with you for four hours on Saturday. That's fine. We've been a little profitable. We're making some money. I'll work Saturdays um, once in a while, but for the most part, that's my family day. And that's the reason why I'm an NFL better as opposed to a college football better. There are better people to talk with about college football than me. NFL, love it. James, where do you sit on this? Well, I'm definitely between, if we wanted to try to put a percentage of how many plays I make between college and pro football, it probably, I would say, let's say 95 to five in favor yep. of the National Football League versus college football. And there's a variety of reasons for that. And I used to do a lot more college football betting back in the 90s, but I also was a lot younger and I had a lot more time on my weekends, just like you were talking about, to be able to devote to doing both and get fired up and excited to watch college football all day long. And for me, it's, it's time as part of it. You know, this isn't the only thing that I do. Sports betting is just a part of it's not my identity is who I am. For me, I'm a, I work as I'm a municipal worker. We were talking about that in between the break. I'm the director of our recreation department here in Denver. It's a, a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of time spent in working. I've been working for our department here in the city of Denver for t over 25 years. So it's something that I have a passion for, that I had a love for doing and coaching kids and a lot of other things that didn't revolve around sports betting. To be honest, Holden, sports betting for me is until it was legalized here, majority of what I did was local. 
playing with local books. And, you know, there was a stigma attached to that a long time ago. And it's glad to see that this is becoming more socially acceptable where people can talk about it. And you're not it's not frowned upon the way that it was back in the 80s when I first started betting and the 90s. And I think for me, when I first started betting, it was the National Football League as well as college basketball when I first started betting in high school. And for the NFL, to your point here, it's once a week for the most part. It's just Sunday. I know we've we built in Thursday nights now and Monday night is the the get out night or the get even or get even deeper as what it used to be before you had to meet your man on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, Wednesdays to pay or collect. But I think for the time spent for me, that's just it. There's only so many hours in the day. There's only so much you knowledge you can retain and and put yourself out there. And for a college football card, you know, on a Saturday, I mean, we, you've you've got what? You could have anywhere of 40, 50, 60 games on that card. I want to break in. I want to break down and get into each game. I'm not just going to do it and and look at a bunch of numbers and some number and some spreadsheet is going to tell me which side to bet on. I want to look at scheduling. I want to look at the motives, the matchups, uh, the injuries for each one of those teams. And that is a lot of time spent to have to do that with a college football card that is so vast as opposed to the National Football League. The other piece with the NFL is it's a professional sport. And I know that we're, we, we can say that these, these young kids, these student athletes, if we can put that in quotation marks, student athlete now it's a feeder system to the nfl is college football and it's it's big business it's multi-billion dollar business we we know that going on with all the changes with the with the pac-12 and what's happening with usc and ucla it's all money driven and i'm not going to kid myself about that but you know to get involved with having to bet both college football and the National Football League. I've had so much success betting the NFL, even prior to my my success winning the Super Contest and and the the other cashes that I've had in those contests. Very lucrative for me as far as the dollars are concerned. And if it's working for me, why would I want to change it and take away any of my time spent the way that I put into the NFL? Because it's not just watching the games on Sunday, Holden. You know that. We're working throughout the week, breaking down each one of those games on the yeah. card. I know that's the effort and energy that I put into it. A lot of time spent i also want to have a saturday available where i'm not actually watching a whole lot of sports in particular the college football games it's good for the mental health also yeah. really does and baseballs you and i were talking about baseball baseball is a grind man yes. i mean i'm up really early in the morning trying to get the back just like the nfl really you know i'm up at what would it be 1 a.m our time 3 a.m east coast when they drop the initial lines trying to get the best number there trying to get some clv there but baseball, big grind, and college football, again, you just got to pick one. There's so much to dig into just to be a break-even NFL better. It's not easy. And kudos to those of you that handicap both Absolutely. and you're successful at both or even successful at one out of two. Holy moly, that's impressive. I'll tell you I, what I tried a few years ago, James. I'm a big college basketball better. I love betting college basketball. It's probably my best sport that I bet. So what I do now is I just take – Two little, I took two conferences, the two conferences that Vegas probably doesn't pay very much attention to, the big sky and the Mountain West. And I went out there and I did it. And then I tried to do that in college football for one season. And it just didn't work out well whatsoever. And I said, you know, I could continue to do this or and lose money and maybe someday get good at it. Or I could just cut bait right now, focus on the NFL and try not to have seven divorces. So that's that's what I did. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just that I don't know too many people that bet both and are good at both. People could talk about it. We could talk about college football, but people that actually talk about college football and are good or betting it and betting the NFL, I just don't know them. 
I don't, and they've got to be out there, James. Maybe you know a guy or two, but that is extremely difficult. Because think about how hard betting one NFL game is, and now you're throwing two different sports in. Are you kidding me? Well, and Holden, for me during the NFL, I typically don't want to bet anything else. I don't want to give time to anything else, and especially because being being the contest player as well. What bet? What bets am I going to make on if, whether it's college football or or something during the week, college basketball or even the NBA during the regular season that has the the payout on the back end like these like the super contests or the circa millions contests that are there at circa now? I mean, these are seven figure payouts, and there's no bet that I'm going to put out there that is going to get me anywhere close to that on any given game. So I also recognize managing my time as one. But then it's the return on the investment. Now we talk about how much money you put out there, but the investment of your time too. That's something that I, I don't know how to measure, measure that, but that's something qualitative to me. My time can sometimes be worth more than the money, except for when we're playing in these contests. So during the NFL season, I typically rarely bet much of anything. Very limited as far as what I'm putting my time towards. Then again, coming over the top and being able to bet something. Again, it's probably 5% of my bets during the NFL season are going to be on college football. It's fun. I'll tell you this much. October is my busy, my busiest month. we got NFL and then baseball playoffs. Like October, just don't even bother with me. I'm working. My hair's turning gray. I see my kids <laughs> as much as I can, and I get back to doing whatever I'm doing. All right, this has been fun. We're going to continue the conversation, except we're going to actually talk about bets. We're going to talk about quarterback props in the National Football League for the year of 2022. So let's get into that. NFL player props. James is into them. That's me. That is my my forte when it comes to NFL betting. We'll do NFL player props, so we've got that. We'll also look at rushing and receiving uh, and a couple other things when it comes to the National Football League before the end of the show. And uh, you and I will be rooting on or be watching this Rockies-Diamondbacks game. I need a Rockies run. I need over 12. You need Gomber to get, what, into the fifth inning at least? This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. It's available in a variety of tastes and strengths. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Patches for 10 days or get your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's zyn.com slash 10. Zen Nicotine Pouches. For adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. I'm warning this product contains nicotine, so nicotine is an addictive chemical. And welcome back into Bet Center. My name is Holden Kushner, host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. It's a VSIN podcast. All I do is talk about betting on teams in Colorado and in Denver. And then the big events too Super Bowl, NFL playoffs, college football playoffs, college, ba- whatever. James Salinas, winner of the Super Contest, is with me here. He's also located in Denver. James, uh, you and I are NFL guys. You know, it's the end of uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. The NBA Finals have been over for a while. I'm a huge baseball guy, so at least I still got that. But I think football right now in a lot of people's minds. We are 16 days away from the first rookies uh, reporting. Just a little bit longer than that. I think we've got to be right around 70 days now. Yeah, 70 days till kickoff of the season. So everything's coming together, man. Let's go look at some props. Let's go look at some quarterback props. Most regular season passing yards, Mr. Salinas. When we look at these guys, we look at Tom Brady, Stafford, Herbert, Prescott, Josh Allen. I don't know about Josh Allen. Uh, is there a favorite in your mind, a guy that you really like at this point in the preseason and maybe a guy or two that are a little bit farther down the line, maybe even off the list, lower than a Rogers or a Wilson at 16 to one? Well, let's start with if I, I typically haven't bet this kind of market before, but mm-hmm. if I'm doing it, I'm going to be looking for something double digit. Yeah, I think Justin Herbert, let's just start with the first side of this list. You got Brady at the top plus 600. 
Well, Brady's had a lot of going to have a lot of transition offensively with the the receiver spots. Uh, we know Gronkowski's also not coming back. Godwin being banged up. I mean, it's a lot of transition there. And I think for Mahomes, now you don't have Tyreek Hill any longer. We'll get to see how impactful he was to that offense and being able to to really throw the football at all at all areas of the field. Really, Tyreek Hill was that somebody that always had to be the opponent's defensive coordinator, had to be game planning for at all three levels on the field. And I think for Stafford. Well, do we see more of a running game coming out of the Rams this season? And I suspect we probably will. And because they were really banged up last year at the running back position, there's some depth there, come back healthy. I look at Justin Herbert, and I think about where this offense is going to be for the Chargers. And I think for for the Chargers, you mentioned the, the division and the propensity for all of these teams to be able to score. Now, I think we've seen some some upgrades for sure defensively for the LA Chargers, but I think offensively, this is not a team that's gonna that that is going to be committed to the run. I like what they've done offense on the offensive line over the last couple of years. It's a very young offensive line for the most part, but a very talented offensive line. But those guys are there to pass block. This is not a team that is going to be looking. We got to get the running game going. Let's get Eckler involved, and and it, this is a team that has guys to throw to. I mean, Herbert, we we saw him. We can he can throw every pass out there every route in the run every route within that receiving tree is out there for him he can make all the throws on either side of the field he's got a big gun he likes to show it off he's a he's a hell of a competitor too I just don't see for a team like the Chargers where they're in a division that is going to be heavy when it comes to scoring points. We already talked about the Raiders and, and the poor defense that's there. The, the Kansas City Chiefs defense hasn't gotten any better. If anything, now they lost their quarterback on the defensive side with the Honey Badger now in New Orleans. And I think Den- Denver by far is the best defense in that division um, compared with the Chargers. But you're not going to see Herbert having to throw against his opposing defensive team right there. So this is a team where I think they're going to score points. Herbert is going to be leading this team slinging the football around. So if I was looking here below the 10 to one threshold that I would probably need to get involved for me, it would be Justin Herbert. Yeah. I think at that 10 to one threshold is Joe Burrow. And listen, I, I don't think that the Bengals are going to repeat what they did last year. I think it was a great run for them. Um, and, and actually, I think their win prop is kind of low, too. Is it like nine and a half? Maybe it's up to 10. But Burrow, to me, has the best wide receiver core in the National Football League. Jamar Chase, a lot of people are comparing him to Odell Beckham early in his career. I don't think those are outlandish. I think the TD regression comes. He's not scoring. What, what do you have, like 13 TDs or something like that last year? I think that comes back. But you got right now a top five wide receiver in this league. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Monster, Tyler Boyd. He can hit Joe Mixon out of the backfield, too. So when I look at any of these names up here, Brady, Stafford, Herbert, Mahomes, the first guy my eye goes to, or my eyes, I got two of them. Did you know that, James? Joe Burrow, 10 to 1 right there. I like what it is. And and, and, and it used to be a division where you didn't want to say, oh, I'm going to take this guy against this defense. Man, the Ravens. The Steelers, I mean, come on, uh, there's some defenses that really leave a lot to be desired. I think Joe Burrow at 10 to one is a guy that kind of stands out to me. And if you want to burn your money, uh, just send it to me instead of putting it on Aaron Rodgers at 16 to one. Uh, James, come on. Uh, no Devonte Adams, no, not even Marcus Valdez Scantling. Uh, maybe even start looking at the under passing yards for Aaron Rodgers. Cause Lafleur liked to run it before 
And I think they're running it even more this year. I agree with you. I agree with you too. I mean, they've got depth in that backfield for Green Bay, but I want to get back to your point with Joe Burrow, and I love the competitor that he is. We saw that. We saw it in college. We saw that play out his first year in the NFL as a rookie. Uh, he's going to have to learn. Sometimes you just got to throw the ball away and live to play yes. another down, live to play another series, but to your point here offensively for the Bengals, yeah, they're not going to sneak up on anybody this year like they did last year in a sense where for years the Cincinnati Bengals were that flat spot on team's schedule where they were looking ahead to potentially whoever their opponent was the following week after playing the Cincinnati Bengals. That won't be the case this year, but look at the upgrades they've made on the offensive line because you think about what Burrow did and the his ability to stand tough in the pocket because he is such a competitor, great arm that he has, great targets like you mentioned to throw to but man did he take a lot of sacks and a lot of that some of that let's just say some of that was on Burrow because he just didn't want to let, get let go of the football and he's such a tough guy in that pocket that he wants to make the play each and every down but now they have made some significant upgrades to that offensive line we're yes. not going to see Joe Burrow getting tagged the way that he did even even fighting through the way he got hammered even in the the championship or the um the the divisional game against Tennessee and fighting through that I mean he is just takes such a beating that they had to upgrade the offensive line I'm glad to see Cincinnati did that I'm not a fan of teams I'm a fan of players I love players like Joe Burrow and the competitive spirit and leadership qualities that he brings to that team the upgrades were significant on that offensive line that's only going to accentuate the passing game there for Joe Burrow. So I like it. Beyond that 10, 10 to 1 threshold, sitting right where that is at 10 for Burrow, I like that one. Yep. And then I look over at the most regular season passing touchdowns too. Tom Brady, your boy Justin Herbert there, Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott. Uh, again, I think Joe Burrow just kind of pops up here for me. If you wanted to take Stafford just because he has Cooper Cup and Cooper Cup gets into the end zone so much, I wouldn't blame you for that. Just real quick with a couple minutes left in the segment, anybody that stands out to you for the most passing touchdowns? Because for me, I know it's it's a it's a plus 650. That's just not a great number there no. um, on Stafford. Plus 850 Herbert, I guess, is in the mix. But none of these really stand out to me. I don't like the market. No, it's 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 too short. I mean, mm -hmm. maybe cousins because that's it's I know they've there's still a little bit of talent left on that defensive front seven for the Minnesota Vikings, but this could be a team that's still going to be behind and cousins slinging the ball around. He'll he'll put them he'll put that offense in the hole and then have to dig themselves out because of bad decisions and bad passing and, and throwing the football to the wrong team. They'll have to make up for it. And he does have some pretty significant targets to throw the football to. I just don't know about the identity. Are we going to see a change with O'Connell coming in, trying to run that zone stretch and let's pound the football. They got some depth there, not only with Dalvin Cook, if he can stay healthy, but Madison's a good backup to be able to pound the football too. Yes. 18 to one's a pretty juicy price, but yeah, I, I think we're definitely going to see a, a change in the offense for Dallas as well. I can't find one on here as far as the touchdowns. I'd probably correlate it back to Herbert, and it's only plus 850. Yep. But I just think this is a Chargers team that offensively, because in the red zone too, this is a team. He's got bigs. I mean, I don't know if he's got between the tight ends and the receivers, if anybody's below six foot four, six foot five. I mean, he has got bigs to just go one on one, throw the ball up and let him go get it. And I think he's going to be a threat. He's a threat anytime he steps out on the field, regardless where they're at. But even within the 
the red zone, they will be firing the football because they have so many good targets and big targets to throw yep. to, even in one-on-one situations. Probably Herbert again with the yards and the touchdowns, I suppose. He needs to cut down on those 15 interceptions. I'm going to give you a name. Week one player prop over, Josh Palmer. Kid really standing out. Ton of trust from Justin Herbert. Love the kid. Absolutely love Josh Palmer. We'll come back. Let's look at uh, rushing and receiving props, too. And, hey, look, the Rockies forward in the first inning. Your boy Gomber got through that. It was beautiful. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only 19 bucks, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today. You'll get VSIN's best daily bets. You've got Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, MLB everything, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR. And if you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, and every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and live video streams whenever you want it. Costs only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vsin.com backslash summer. All right. Uh, I know James Salinas is not huge on the Twitter machine. I am. Uh, I would love a follow at Holden Radio. I'm very open. You can ask me questions. Do whatever you want to do as far as ask me questions. Keep it professional. You can ask me betting stuff. We'll have a great time. James Salinas, I know uh, there's a story behind your Twitter account. I follow you, but there's nothing going on there. So you actually have a life and don't waste it on social media. Congratulations to you. How'd you get away with that? Well, actually, the Twitter account was created by my son way back when I won the super contest. He was giving me all he, he was doing, whether it was Twitter or the uh, there was other forums. Right. Hey, all these things going on because I pretty much just ran away with it in the second half of the yeah. season. And so he created one. I didn't know it. he was putting one together for me. He kept saying, you got to see all these things going on in social media. I didn't have Facebook. I still don't have Facebook. I do have <sighs> Twitter. But then the good thing about Twitter, though, Holden, is, yeah, I'm not one to engage a whole lot and put a whole lot of messages out and do those types of things but it is tremendous it was really a tremendous tool it wasn't a tool that i used in 2015 when i won the contest but the next year when i came in third it was a tool that i utilized because then i learned hey this is something where i can follow all the beat writers in the nfl and i can find because injury reports practice reports are, are part of my handicap they're pretty crucial to that as far as player availability goes and being able to get a little more information when it comes to practice reports those beat writers will put that out there on Twitter in real time. And it, then I learned how to kind of, at, at as best I could, not so much my engagement, lack of engagement for sure for me, but being able to follow the folks that I do to give me information to help me bet. Absolutely. It's a great resource. Yeah, I have to have Twitter. L literally have to. Breaking news, injury news, everything. Um, I'm not saying you should go buy stock in it. I'm just saying if you are a better you're getting instant news. You're not getting it anywhere else. You know, by the time you go to a website, it could be 10, 15 minutes. You need instant news, especially on game days, like in the oh, NFL. Yeah. Yep. Well, baseball, it helps too. I mean, I'm looking at the lineups and getting the injury news, but NFL breaking news, the inactives are dropped. The, yep. It really helps. Even if you're not active on it to go on Twitter and at least read the information. So you're getting it as fast as everybody else. And you're not left in the dark. Okay. Uh, let's get into our next batch of NFL bets that we're going to look at. We're going to look at most regular season receiving yards. 
Um, and my guy, Justin Jefferson, is at eight to one. He's plus 800. And I told you earlier, James, uh, 25 to one, plus 2,500, Justin Jefferson of the Minnesota Vikings to win the offensive player of the year. You're not going to bet him to win the MVP. 12 of the last 13 MVPs are quarterbacks. They're not giving it to a wide receiver, okay? It's just not going to happen. But we look back at the offensive player of the year last year, Cooper Cup. For that, Derrick Henry, Michael Thomas. Okay, Mahomes won it one year. Gurley, Matt Ryan. So you did have some quarterbacks back then. Now you're starting to see more wide receivers. You're starting to see more running backs win this award. Now, you talked about the coaching change there in Minnesota. You got O'Connor, you got a young guy, very smart kid. He's got to know that if he's not the best weapon in the in the National Football League coming into this year, he's going to be a top two or three option as far as a weapon offensively. And that's Justin Jefferson, wide receiver with the Minnesota Vikings. Do I like Kirk Cousins? No. Do I trust Kirk Cousins to give Justin Jefferson the volume he needs to be a stud, to be the offensive player of the year? Yeah, I do. I, I truly do believe that, especially when you're giving me 25 to one, you know, the, again, I see him taking, uh, he's already taken a leap. His rookie year was spectacular. Last year he showed he belonged in the conversation for the best wide receiver in the NFL. I think he is the wide, best wide receiver in the NFL this year. Uh, so that's what I'm looking at. Cooper Cup, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry. And then you got to go all the way down, James. You got to go all the way down to find yourself some Justin Jefferson. Yeah, and that far down the list. I mean, if, if we're getting involved in these markets, you got to look at scheduling for one. Who are their opponents going to be? What are their strengths and weaknesses of those opposing defenses in this mm -hmm. case? But also, you got to think about also within the, in this case here with the Minnesota Vikings, well, is this a defense that you're in love with that's going to play a lot of low-scoring games? And I don't think so. I mean, you've we get Hunter back on the defensive line. He's a terrific player when he's out there, but this is not a good secondary. The The linebackers have just gotten another year older and slower out there, so it's not a good deep. It's not a forget about a great defense. I don't even think this is a, a good serviceable defense. You're no. going to see some shootouts there with the Minnesota Vikings, and uh, I guess the, the, the key is always going to be Cousins. Now, Cousins is one of those that will get you out, put you out of games, then have to scramble to get you back into games, but to your point here with Justin Jefferson, I mean, just the 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 talent is such a young player. We just haven't even we're just starting to see it. And I think we'll continue to see that. And yeah, for Kevin O'Connell, he will be that guy as a young, uh, young coach. Maximize the strength of what your team is. And maybe you have an identity that you want to establish, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do that right away. If he wants to come in and and because take advantage of the, the running situation that they have there with Cook and the depth with Madison, establish some kind of running game and start to open up the play action after that, I suspect that will. But the the bulk of the, the targets are going to find Justin Jefferson, and he can just go. He's just a playmaker, and he can go make it happen. And I think this is a team that's going to be in a lot of shootouts. He'll have his opportunities to make big plays. And at 25 to 1, yes, we talk about betting teams. Sometimes we're betting numbers. You're betting on a great number with Justin Jefferson. That's what it is. It's it's a great talent and a great number at 25 to 1. Now, um, most regular season receiving yards, we can get into that because Jefferson is actually the second favorite behind Cooper Cup at plus 750. If it's not Cup again, maybe you think it's going to be Cup at plus 750. Is it worth a bet? Jefferson plus 800. CD Lamb. Uh, Jamar Chase, here's another guy. I love Jamar Chase. I told you about that with Burrow, Devontae Adams, Kelsey's always up there in the top, and he's got no Tyreek Hill now. There's a lot of options to sift through here. It's there's so many guys that could win it. I really wanted to take that 
that big price there. But when I'm betting futures, it'll usually be two, three in an extreme case, four guys. Who do you want to bet here? If you were to bet the most regular season relieving yard, uh, receiving yards. Well, let's go back to Jamar Chase. Let's go, well, let's start at the offensive line with the Cincinnati Bengals and the upgrades that they've made both at mm -hmm. center, right guard, and right tackle. These were some significant moves that they made. Karras at the center position and bring stability up there and some leadership with them, a veteran player there, and Collins coming over from Dallas. I mean, this is going to be an offensive line with significant improvement. You know Mixon's always a threat back there, so they will. I think there will we'll see some running action out of the Cincinnati Bengals, but... Yeah, as far as Chase goes, Chase is not one. This isn't somebody that needs to try to take the top off the defense and make big plays over the top. He, they can do that, and Burrow definitely can make those throws and those accurate throws. But Chase is one of those guys that it can just be a quick hit underneath and puts his foot in the turf, and he's gone. I mean, he is so explosive. That first step after the catch, he has great instincts, not only with his speed, but also the instincts. He understands angles. He understands the leverage out there that he has on those those DBs on the field and these guys have great chemistry when you're talking about Burrow and Jamar Chase from college to now here in the NFL I think the sky's the limit for Jamar Chase that's probably where I'd be looking at it's 12 to 1 with Jamar Chase upgrades the offensive line that's my best bet here if I'm playing it real quick you mentioned strength of schedule I always have a hard time quantifying strength of schedule in between seasons I mean we have a feeling we know who the top teams are going to be and the worst teams are going to be for me, it's tough to use strength of schedule, though, because you've got all those other teams in the middle. You have no idea how they're going to perform. How do you use strength of schedule here in the offseason when we haven't seen anything yet? I typically don't. I don't look at, well, based on last year and the, how they played, now that rolls into here and that gives them this rating as far as, well, they're going to, their schedule is right in the top 10 or the bottom, bottom 10, that type of thing, because there is so much turnover and transition. To me, it's week to week in the NFL and it's all about matchups. And we know matchups can, are, are so fluid because of the injury factor that goes along from week to week in the, in the National Football League. So I don't use, really look at strength of schedule. If I'm digging into schedule i'm going to be looking at uh, is this their third straight road game or is this a sandwich game for them where they just came off a huge divisional win they got another big divisional game a week from a week from next you know on sunday night or monday night football and now you're playing a non-conference team uh there's so many things where it's situational for me and i just break down the schedule from a week to week basis but that can always change because of all the factors i was just talking about all right, James, we're going to come back, wrap this show up here. Look at the baseball board. we got three games in progress. We've gotten invested in this Arizona-Colorado game, so we could talk about that. Some loose ends as well. Uh, we do have this Kyrie-Westbrook trade rumor that's out there now. So everybody that's in the NBA streets is going absolutely bananas, and I'm sure that more money is being poured in on the Lakers and their NBA championship future, which by all means – if you want to do that, go ahead and do it. Uh, burn your money because I really, 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 really hope Kyrie goes there and just does Kyrie stuff, which is not showing up. And then when he does, plays okay. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch for the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com backslash Heineken right now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And please, drink responsibly. Okay, welcome back. Uh, The final few minutes of our four-hour marathon here, Independence Day weekend. Holden Kushner and James Salinas hanging out with you. Before we get into some running back props, let's update you on the baseball board right now. Dodgers blasted three home runs in the first inning. Uh, They've been comfortably in the lead the whole game here. 5-1 over the Padres. The Dodgers are the Padres, Padres, by the way. Bottom of the seventh inning, 5-1 Dodgers on top. Uh, In a game that uh, took a real quick turn in the beginning, 
Alec Mills, guy a lot of us were targeting today, lasted seven pitches for the Cubs, but it wasn't because he gave up seven home runs because he got hurt. Mark Leiter Jr. came in, shut the Red Sox down right now, bottom of the eighth inning at Wrigley, 2-1 Cubs on top of Boston. And then we've got uh, the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. James is on Austin Gomber over, what was it? How many, 13 outs? 13 and a half. Okay, so he needs 14 outs. Looking good for you right now. Just cruise to the third inning. I mean, you got nine outs already. He's got nine outs. He's only thrown 35 pitches through the first three innings. Plus, he was staked to a 4-0 lead. He did give up one bomb to Walker in that second inning. But he's actually struck out. He's locating pitches. He's dealing along right now. He looks good. Um, And then I'm on the over here. I was on the first inning. Rockies to score a run. They scored four because... Dallas Keuchel's on the mound, and then we'll try and get this thing up to uh, our 12 would push. So 13, and right now it's 4-1 in the top of the third inning. I, I still don't think the Rockies are going to have very much trouble. Probably should have put another bet down on them uh, to get over six and a half. But betting a team to score seven runs is just absolutely ridiculous. It's against my constitution, right? So it's tough to do it. All right, James, let's get uh, the show back on track with football. And we'll wrap it up that way. We got the most regular season rushing yards. You know, you don't have guys uh, lead the league in rushing and, and repeat it very often. Jonathan Taylor is going to try to do that. Didn't he have over 400 touches last year, though? That makes me a little concerned that this dude can last the whole season. The touches finally ca- caught up to Derrick Henry. They're both co-leaders at plus 500. Dalvin Cook, plus 900 if he could stay healthy. Nick Chubb shares a backfield with Kareem Hunt, but Chubb getting a steady workload at plus 900. Your boy Elijah Mitchell at 14 to 1. Don't bother with Antonio Gibson. I'm telling you right now, that'll be a backfield, a shared backfield. Javante Williams, again, in a shared backfield with Melvin Gordon. Najee Harris is an interesting one, though. And we talked to Eric Moody about this earlier from ESPN. This guy's just going to be getting the ball in his hands the whole time. Problem is... Kenny Pickett, Trubisky, do they scare you? No. So talk to me about this market here, James. Who should be the favorite and who's the guy or two that you like? Yeah, it's challenging now because the NFL is just gravity. It's just a different game. It is not lining up and ground and pound for mm-hmm. a full four quarters. We've seen that out of a couple teams. We know the, the Cleveland Browns have changed their identity to a, a run-heavy, run-first team. Part of that was because of Baker Mayfield, and the other part was because they had the, that two-headed monster back there with both Hunt and Chubb, and Chubb will get the bulk of the carries, but Hunt will spell him not only for a certain third, whether it's third down, but he'll spell him for a full series, and they'll do that. They'll sometimes do that for... A couple times each each half or even in a quarter. So I just don't know if the touches are going to be there. Plus, we've seen injuries, and that's always the hardest part when we're trying to get involved in the running back market, Holden, is because of the injuries and the yes. wear and tear through the course of a season. And you mentioned Jonathan Taylor, and yeah, the, the 400 touches or so that he got out there, well, we saw that with Derrick Henry. You can't just keep pounding and driving these guys into the ground, especially with an additional game, they're going to, in a sense, do load management for their running back situation where one, yeah, we're not going to, we're going to have some depth in the backfield and we're not going to, 
pound the football and grind that many touches, especially early in the season. And then the rules are just set up for the passing game. You you know, the target on the quarterback is then they may as well just put flags on the quarterback. You just can't hit QBs any longer anywhere on their body or any time the ball is just uh, an inch out of their fingertip. You can't touch the receivers off the line. All the rules are in favor of the offense and in particular the passing game. So is it something like Najee Harris where for Pittsburgh, even though you don't have any threat at the quarterback spot and forget about having a box safety as from their opponent down there, you may have two box safeties rolling down and having some nine-man friends. I don't know what we'll see because Trubisky and or Pickett, I think it'll be Trubisky that'll start the season. Um, But what is he going to do? What's his best feature? His best asset is going to be running the football too. Maybe that's what Pittsburgh does just early on. It's like we know we're running against stack boxes, but – we, we've got the option to be able to run with Trubisky, probably more RPOs here, and Najee Harris, young player, very physical runner, not a good offensive line, very young offensive line for Pittsburgh. And, but again, we're looking at a price here. You're looking at 16-1. to 1. He may be the entirety of the offense for the Pittsburgh Steelers because I don't want to go anything below. Even, even Elijah Mitchell got to stay healthy as a young player, only played 11 games last year. I can't find anywhere to go in this market except for Najee Harris, but it's going to be tough going against nine-man fronts. Well, I didn't want to kind of just derail the segment by saying I don't bet it, but I don't bet this market. And you mentioned it. The injury attrition rate at the position of running back, it's its just silly. It's foolish at this point. I mean, how many do you, how many people do you remember last year? Because I remember a lot of them. Oh, I'm going to go put down on Derrick Henry to win the rushing title. This is going to be really easy. All he does is just run over. Well, the dude got hurt, missed most of the season. And again, I, I look back at Jonathan Taylor, young guy. I get it. 400 touches. It's going to crush your body. If it doesn't get to him this year, maybe it's next year. Dalvin Cook, injuries all the time. Chubbs managed to stay on the field, but I, I just, it's a, it's a market where it's very tough for me to put money in just because I know so many of these guys are getting hurt. So many of them. Like we got the nine guys, right? Nine guys that we showed up there on the board. Would we be surprised if like six of them missed at least a game and half of them ended up missing a larger chunk of time, four, five, six games. Not for me, not for me, James, it's a dangerous position and it's a bet I'm not going to make. Yeah. I, I just, I can't find anywhere. Otherwise you have to be looking down the board at some bigger numbers here and the, the days of, well, and, even dilute it used to be get that thousand yards, but now you've got 17 games, so you've got an additional game for these player for these running backs. Thousand yard season's not that big a deal, and it's not something where well, we're you know offensive line. And now it's 2,000, right? But offensive line, I wanted to have uh, we got our running back a thousand yards, but it's just not that it's just not that coveted a number any longer like it was back in you know earlier in the before this transformation of the passing game and really a lot of that was dictated by the rules rules of uh, making putting flags on all the offensive players you can't touch them and why would and it makes sense for teams yes you're going to change your offensive philosophy because the rules are set up this way for for passing and points come out of the passing game I think the other thing too is a lot of seven on seven now with these kids coming into college and uh, these quarterbacks and receivers at seven on seven, it's all about the passing game. And so they're building their, their, you know, building their acumen as far as accuracy goes, being able to read off, off of defensive coverages with this seven on seven game. Now that's out there for a lot of these, these young kids coming in very polished, 
into college football and then into the NFL. We see, I mean, think about, I, I just think about how it used to be. I remember, and I'll, I don't care, I'll date myself, I'm an old dude, but I remember John Elway getting drafted and it was a matter of holding the clipboard and that was kind of the thing for most quarterbacks coming in back in the 80s and even the 90s. You got drafted in the first round. It wasn't just autoplay. You're going to be that you're going to be that starting quarterback from day 1. Uh, it's just hold the clipboard, learn from the veteran and we'll ease you into the starting quarterback position in time. That's not the case now and it's it's all about it, you have to win, you have to win now and a lot of times that's built on your quarterback. These kids come in so polished. The running game is just a total afterthought. So trying to get into this market Holden to find the the most rushing yards during the season at anything below a double digit number. I can't do it. You might have to give me a triple digit number to get in on that, my friend. Yeah, right. You're not. I bet you're not even five years older than me. So don't worry about it, pal. You're doing great. You're doing great. It was wonderful to finally kind of meet you, quasi meet you, at least in in this new world here. So that's great. We live in the same town. Hopefully we can uh, we can talk again very soon. Wonderful sure. work with James Salinas. Our guys behind the scene, Michael on the uh, on the audio side, but of course Elliot Bowman, who went to Missouri. And I, every time I work with him, I went to Kansas. You know, he went to the inferior school, but he continues to do yeoman's work here on the show. Good job, Elliot. Congratulations. You got us through another four hours. Catch me tomorrow from 6 to 8 Eastern time on Bet Center. When can we catch you next, James? When's your next show? Uh, Tomorrow, I will be on tomorrow morning at, well, it'll be 12 to 3 Eastern time. So depending on where you're at, it's either morning or afternoon. Local time, it'll be 10 to 1 here in Denver for Betting Across America. Greg Peterson experiences next. Thanks for checking out Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.